0: You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're so happy you're here with us today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm the youngest sister. I'm a writer, a producer, a podcaster. And I'm worried that my email inbox is just going to blow up with all these Cyber Monday pitches. All right, I want to know, sisters, what was the lamest
1: Cyber Monday pitch you got yesterday? Jewel? Okay, well, mine wasn't more of a pitch. It was an item. I was They were really pushing me to buy a Bartesian. Have you seen this? It's no. a coffee maker that makes cocktails, okay? You oh. know, I just got a new coffee maker, an espresso. So look, imagine a Nespresso, but now instead of getting a little cappuccino in the morning... I can have an old fashioned because that's what's <laughs> in, in, out the morning? in the okay, morning. Okay, that's. <laughs> In the morning, Liz, you can have whatever you want. Would you like a Manhattan with your lunch? Sure. Because <laughs> right, if you have a bartesian. it looks the same. Wow.
2: Okay. That
0: seems dangerous. Julie Dolan at Dallas, Texas, everybody. Liz, what was the lamest Cyber Monday pitch you got?
2: Okay. This is Liz Dolan in Santa Monica. I'm a marketer. I'm a podcaster. And I guess that's why I got the big cyber pitch, epic deals on new web hosting plans, Leon, Oh, uh, yes. All yes. right web platform, they were willing to knock 86% off the coast of an epic, new plan upgrade so which really doesn't seem like something you would ever give to someone i guess that's but <laughs> well, that right would be me. quite a gift liz it's, it's like every marketing department in every company no matter what the product felt like they had to send out a cyber monday deal yes. and they did yes well that's why
0: the reason we picked this question was i got one yesterday that made me laugh out loud and the subject line was we call it Cheddar Monday, and that was from the Tillamook Cheese Company.
1: <laughs> like, well, that's a good one. I, I was like, like
0: no one calls it Cheddar Monday, Tillamook. <laughs> not even you. Okay, that doesn't even doesn't really rhyme with
1: cyber. Doesn't? It's just not a no, thing. Yeah, I Monday. mean, well, again, you shouldn't be making cocktails with your coffee maker either. it's just whatever.
2: Yes, but everyone always needs cheese, so you know, I'd go with that one. <laughs> all right.
0: Today on the show, uh, let's see what we have. Oh, at you have a couple of news stories about friendship, uh, both for men and
2: for women and for exers and boomers, right? Yes. There's good news and there's bad news about friendship, Leon. Sorry to say. Well, I'm feeling bad about one of the stories, so I'm sure we can... <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. So we're all going to feel badly? Okay. <laughs> good enough. Ooh, that's
0: quite a forward promote. Excellent work. <laughs> um, all right, Julie, you have... Uh, Do you have some fun stories you're going to talk about travel? How about the travel destinations?
1: Travel destinations, the New York Times, 25 places you need to visit in 2023. Do you have your 2023 travel plans all worked out yet, leigh I don't. I do not. Well, I have selected a place for you to go with your family
0: oh all right thank you fantastic all right and then i have uh an investigative report here at satellite sisters uh this really caught my eye i'd like to thank the journalists at real simple um because (laughs) the hard-working
2: tell where this is going okay (laughs) okay
0: this is news you need to know what is better for your hair air drying or blow drying Okay. All right. Think is about it. Is this a
1: trick question? Well, it is not. It is.
0: It there seems are pretty there obvious. Are, there are facts, Julie. There are facts oh, and are facts. And good and studies. Good. And there are some terms in this article you are going to enjoy. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that.
1: But a little little holiday wrap up, Julie. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was fine until wonderful. Uh, you know, until the trip home. And let me start by saying. There was a white Cadillac traveling southbound on I-45 in Texas, mm. uh, and let me just say you are very lucky because State Trooper Wemberly D. Wemberley, was just about to pull you over for a speeding ticket when he looked across the way on the northbound lane of I-45 and saw the the collision that that we were involved with. Oh no, oh, no. we are not hurt. We are no no one was hurt. It was. Uh, stop and go traffic Uh, it was my husband and I we had all the stuff from Thanksgiving in the car, we stopped the car behind us stopped but the car behind that failed to stop oh, gosh. A three car collision in the inside lane uh but uh state trooper wemberly saw us so that was good um and was able to get to the accident um pretty quickly but you know i haven't been in an accident in decades i yeah. mean i, I just scary. i mean it's scary it really it? does shake you up it is yeah. scary, scary. It's very scary on the highway to be in an accident because everybody else is going really, really fast, uh, except for in our lane. And the uh, the car that caused the accident, I mean, it, that car was totaled. I mean, it oh, was- Oh, wow. Uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, yes, oh, it that was is bad. Scary. It was bad. So we had an ambulance. We had all kinds of things. But, uh, you know, it was- They just uh, those state troopers, they really know what they know what they're doing, you know, and, uh, you know, we fortunately no one was hurt. And fortunately, we could drive. We have damage to our car, but we were able to drive our car home. So that was good. Uh, We were there, you know, um, and uh, the. The driver that crashed into us, he didn't have a driver's license. So, he was going to get a big fat ticket from Officer Wem- Wembley there. But uh the rest of us were able to move on. You know, my husband wanted to open the back of our car to see how everything was, but I was like, "Don't do that because everything might fall out, like the turkey pan, all of the, that stuff, and we <laughs> might not be able to close it." But I'm just really glad that we weren't hurt in the accident and, you know, we'll be able to fix our car, no doubt. Uh, the people behind us, they were going to their daughter's wedding. Uh, so oh, uh, I no. know, I know. Well, you, you know, when you're, you bond on the side yes, of the, you, highway, yes. you know, you get in deep, you know, we were checking on them. They were checking on us. So they were on their way to their daughter's wedding. So they wanted to get on their way as well too. So, um, so that's, that was just a little miss holiday mishap. I mean, one of many traffic accidents that happened over the holidays. Drive carefully, people leave room, leave room, yeah, That's pay, pay attention. right. Pay um, attention. you didn't yeah. get any whiplash because that
0: is what no, when I, I was know but we, we, we were
1: really ro- worried about that, you know, because we you know, you do we did get a bump. um, but right. uh, I feel fine. My husband said his neck in one little place feels a little weird, but it's not, you know, it's not pain, he said. So, so we're doing okay. That's what I would say. No, I'm sorry to go back. Yeah, yeah. So, how was your Thanksgiving? I know there were a lot of preparations. You were both together. Liz, you were going to be doing. Some what was yes. that entertainment? Cooking as part like, of this. I, uh, I think
2: what did you, food theater? I think is what Liam called. Oh, it. food theater. That's <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well,
0: we had an absolutely beautiful day here in Southern California. We did. So, uh, the only the, the the saddest thing was that the night before, my son Colin called, and his girlfriend had just tested positive for COVID. Oh so, no! So he could not come she could not come and his roommate could not come. We were, and that was really put a damper on it. Cause they were all looking forward to coming. Uh, two of them are from the Northwest. So don't have family here. And, uh, Los Angeles is a new place for them. So, um, I think they were a little homesick. Plus they, they were bringing like pies and food. Yeah. So a
2: free food assignment. That <laughs> yeah. meant so- had
0: to do last minute fill-ins. <laughs> yeah. On dessert, Jill, which you know, is not my strength. So, uh, And I did a really mediocre job. So that put a slight damper on it because uh, we were just really looking forward to the day, but it was a lovely day. We had X, we had an extra vegan show up. So I was happy to accommodate her. Because I yeah. think
1: you had made some of the food for the roommate yes. who was vegan. Oh yes, yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, you have someone could eat your vegan creations. That's yeah. Good.
0: Roommate vegan, girlfriend lactose intolerant. So I had really taken both of those things into <laughs> effect into account as I prepared, you know, dairy free gravy, for instance. Yes. Uh, so, um, but anyway, it was a, just a lovely, warm day. We had my in laws for a couple of hours. That was what they could handle, and then we had a fun group for dinner and. Uh, 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 and everything was lovely. And Liz out there with the food theater cooking the oysters, yes. okay. you know, grilling
2: the oysters. Julie, I just want to say, I think maybe my proudest cooking moment ever. Was really, when I could. Well, I convinced Lian to test one. She was just going to test one, and you know it was the grilled oysters with the butter and Guinness sort of drizzled on it as it comes off mm-hmm. the grill. And Liam tasted it, seemed to really enjoy it, and said. I can't believe you made this. <laughs> that is the highest
1: compliment yes. that Leanne would give to Liz Dolan. Yes.
2: Yes. So, uh, yes. yes. And I had several customers who would have eaten every single oyster on the grill. Yes. And and other people are just not shellfish people, which I understand. So there was plenty for the people that loved it and none for the people that didn't. And that's fine. It was Yes. Good. I was very proud of the way it all turned out. Yeah. And it was perfect. She was out there
0: grilling and chilling and people were sitting around. It could go up and get an oyster when they wanted. And let's be clear. I enjoy oysters, but sometimes um, because of my colon surgery, I just have to be careful not to Eat yes. a, I, Thanksgiving is a tough day. So I have to really yeah. mind how much the volume of what I eat. So I did at the end, I was like, I just want one oyster. So I would could have eaten a dozen of them. They were absolutely delicious, Liz. And it was a miracle. I think that you pulled it off and added a lot of fun to Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, cooking on someone else's grill oysters, yeah. it seems intimidating to people, but not to Liz.
1: So I mean for people for people who haven't been you know you know maybe have been watching cooking with Liz, you have to understand for many, many years, Liz's only assignment at Thanksgiving was ice, right? Or you know, (laughs) wine, right? Wine (laughs) Wine or ice. Okay. So, the fact that you are now central to the festivities, Uh I mean, Liz, you know, that's a great thing. Good for
2: you. Okay. I just want to say, Julie, I was thank you very much. I appreciate that. But I wouldn't say I was central. I mean, Liam's table looked beautiful, her food was delicious. You know how Liam really does it up, decorating the whole house for the holidays. So, it was just a pleasure to be at a real. Thanksgiving up home with delicious food. So so, thank you, Leon. I don't don't want (laughs) to pretend that I was somehow. I was a little bit sideshow outside, but the big action was inside around the dining room table. And it's also fun just to like sit and have the twenty somethings around. Yes, yeah, they are so. They are so fun to talk to, and their lives are so different than, say, mine. Uh, that that part of it was really fun having your older son and some of his friends there. I really, really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, my nephew Leo was here, or nephew yeah. Leo. So it was, yeah, it was fun. We had it; everyone's all grown up. It was really, really enjoyable, and everyone went home with enough turkey and stuffing and cranberry for one sandwich the next day. I didn't yes, have zillions good. of leftovers, but I had a lot of turkey leftovers. So uh, and, and I sent Leo home with the bread too, because I knew he wouldn't have bread. Uh,
1: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right, Jewel, so travel destinations. What travel, do you don't you get excited about that, to think about 2023 and where in the world you might want to go? And the New York Times does this every year. 25 travel destinations for 2023, and they put together a very impressive group of people to sort of pick out the the, the destinations.
2: Two internet isn't it adventures, Julie? Didn't they go way out of their way to do adventures?
1: Adventures. This is Liz. They want you to go to a place and feel deeply connected. They wanted you to have a travel experience, is what oh, they said. Okay. okay you know which is different than just like hey go to paris see you know <laughs> check that off you know this is go somewhere and really feel deeply connected to a place and and that that is a transformative experience and they got together a very distinguished pam- panel international writers pico Iyer, who has been on satellite sisters yes. atash Tazir, architect toshiki mori Chef David Zil- Zilber and landscape photographer Victoria uh, Sunburnis. And they really had quite a discussion about what it meant to have a travel experience, What it, you know, where in the world to go, and they had to really cull down their lists. And so it's, you know, it has things on it from, from like going to Spain's vast con- uh, country to eat some delicious meal or going to Norway to see the, the Norwegian uh, Northern Lights Um, but there so you can read through this and thanks to Liz it's um you will have the link for it but I picked out a couple for the two of you that I thought would be ideal trips for you Lynn and your family you have a family of drivers right everyone likes to drive including you okay one of the trips they're recommending in 2023 is to drive the pan-american highway from Argentina to Alaska Imagine it. You just imagine it. Okay. You are crossing 14 different countries. You have forests, you have tundras, you have peaks, you have deserts, you have the pampas. Okay. It's all happening on this. And you have a team of four drivers. Maybe you could get more people too, Leon, and you could drive from Argentina to Alaska. Doesn't that sound kind of exciting? It does sound no. vaguely romantic. No, I'm I'm serious.
0: I think like my husband would go, yeah, that's a trip yes. I would do. Okay. Oh, yes. So, yeah, that sounds pretty romantic, actually. How I mean, long of does that take, Julie? They would want to do it with speed. That's <laughs> the problem. Like they would think they were in some sort of rally. and they Yes, to a do road it.
1: rally. Yeah, yeah, they can say, I'm sure you would set a world record for the trip from Argentina <laughs> to Alaska. So I think that's good. I mean, there was that one or they were saying you could go work on an organic farm in New Zealand which i thought might also appeal to you but that it yeah. doesn't less sound so like, a, less why so do okay that on
2: vacation but if yeah, you do I, it at home okay yeah.
1: liz i was really torn for a trip for you but there it was at the end uh it's almost it's like a, the trip number 25 uh, and they're not really rank ordered but this i decided was really for you what you need to do is you need to float in a zodiac to the edge of the human experience how does that sound? Right. Where is where is Antarctica, space? Liz? You need oh. to go to Antarctica via Chile. Okay. Oh, okay. You can take a boat, and then you get into a little zodiac, and you go to the edge of the Earth, Liz. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, now this is. I mean. That is right up your alley, okay? I mean, because it's floating involved, okay? Yes. I penguins. Enjoy. I know you like penguins. Penguins, but sure. You, but Liz, you're always pushing yourself, you know, to, to the go limit. to the edge, to go somewhere that no one else has been. Imagine that. Is that... Wonderful. Okay.
2: All right. I like it. You know, there's a Satellite Sister in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group who I think just got home from Antarctica because she's been posting a lot of great photos in the group. So yes, I am interested, Julie. Thank you. Okay. Book it
1: 2023. Now this list, as I said, had 25 different countries on it, but I I just, I have to just call them out on a couple of ones because number one, they recommended you get on the Trans-Siberian Railway and take the train across Russia to Siberia, into Siberia. Very
2: Dr. Shivago. Oh I my gosh,
1: head. this is the worst idea I have <laughs> ever heard. You know what that train ride is? It's nine time zones of poplar trees, okay? You see nothing, okay? <laughs> it's just forest. It's time zones of poplar trees. You're just on this like broken down old train. It's not the Orient Express, okay? It's, you know, you have to bring your own food. You got to watch where you're sleeping, Ugh. okay? and all so Have you been is on this train lines? Julia? Yes, yes, I've been on it. Not the whole trip, but it's like, you just, you think you're going to see something romantic and wonderful and you don't. You just see trees. And That's then you funny. get to Vladivostok, okay? And you know what that place looks like? It looks like Volgograd. It has the same like broken, you know, World War II tanks. It's got the same Soviet buildings. You've been on a train for nine time zones. Okay. And you end up in the same place. Do not take that trip. They're wrong on that. Okay.
2: They also talked me out of it. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm also just quickly going to say they're recommending going to Iran. I think that's a terrible idea right now. Okay. That's enough on that. They recommend the citadel in Erbil, Iraq, which I have seen. I think this trip. Is not a good idea, but if you're interested, you should make sure that the airport isn't being bombed right now by Iran. Okay, so that's that's an issue for you as well. <laughs> okay. uh, and they're really keen on Cuba. And once again, I, I just in my own personal protest, I think it's a broken down communist country, and I don't think you should support it.
2: But other than that, <laughs> oh, I really thought to this. Go was... to Cuba. I think Cuba looks great. So no. okay,
1: okay, Fine. it's do we agree to disagree. But you have your trips, Pan American Highway. <laughs> and Liz float to the edge of the human experience
2: (laughs) okay well as long as we're talking about travel adventures I do have some advice I want to ask you to because I am on the verge of an adventure and now something's come up okay so I decided you know I decided not to spend another Christmas holiday in a cold, snowy place. You know, old lefty. It's not like I'm back on skis yet, right? So I decided that over this holiday season for New Year's, I am going to... Hawaii with some friends. And that sounds nice. Sounds super nice, right? And we were going to go to Maui, but then we decided to go to the big island. We're all ready to go. There are four of us, you know, we're arranging things. So one of my friends who's into the adventure planning, Julie, mm-hmm. so he texts me, he's like, We have to do the helicopter trip over the volcano. We just have to do that. And I, like the old me would have said, Yeah, no, I'll give that a pass. I've seen the documentary, but no, I'm like, yes, as long as we're there. Heli trip over the over the volcano, the Mauna Loa volcano there is very famous. Well, guess what blew yesterday?
1: <laughs> I know, Liz. I mean that's, oh an, my active, God. that's an active that's an active volcano. Yeah. So
2: it is not only an active volcano, Julie, it is the world's largest active volcano. And this weekend it erupted for the first time in nearly 40 years Uh so here's what the agency said in an advisory all indications are that the eruption will remain in the northeast rift zone whatever that is and that the all the lava is going to follow a path and nobody's in any danger volcanic gas and possibly fine ash and something called pele's hair which is a strands of lava glass, FYI, may be carried downwind. So, question number one, still go over it in a helicopter. And question number two, like, <laughs> is even sitting on the beach going to be fun if there's fine ash and lava glass falling on me? I don't know. This just seems unlucky.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say, Liz.
1: Yeah. I'm <laughs> going to I know, yeah, gonna have to.
0: Trust the experts on this one. As I well. It's
1: a volcano, Liz. You know, it's going to do what it's going to do. You know, yeah. and uh, that's. Um, but, but yes, <laughs> I think, I, I'd. you know, the helicopter, you know, it seems like they're not going to fly the helicopters if there's volcanic
2: ash. That's that's my feelings, because we were going yeah. back and forth on it yesterday. And of course, you know, my friend is like, oh, yeah, this is going to be even more exciting if we're like if it's actually erupting while we're going if it's not erupting the idea that it just did and could again (laughs) does kind of change the danger factor don't Mm -hmm. you think anyway i I would trust the experts on this one (laughs) (laughs) okay that's what i'll do but she blew that's it that's all i can say after 40 years when i'm going there the big volcano blows all right stay with us up next we have uh, friendship
0: news and tuesday trends Sign up today at butcherbox.com sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get
1: $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox.
0: It's Lian, Liz, and Julie. We're the Satellite Sisters. We're back, sisters. Just a brief rest in peace to Irene Cara, who died oh, over yeah. the weekend. So sad. Oh my gosh! For people of my generation, uh, it, you know that movie, Fame. We watched it a million times in the theater. We listened to the soundtrack over and over and over again. I know she was famous for the title song, but that whole soundtrack, I knew every single word. Listen with friends. We danced around our living room. She's just such a big part of such a specific time in my life. So talented, so lovely, too, too young to die in her mid-60s. Yes. So just thank you, Irene Carr. You gave me a lot of hours of pleasure when I was in uh, middle school and high school. And thank you so much. I'm so sorry that she's gone. So sorry that she's gone.
2: That would be a fun movie to watch over the holidays with a group. You know? yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. So fun. I mean, I yeah. can picture whole scenes from that movie. Right. I know. I might want yeah. to
1: dance to parts of it, too. Yes. Yeah. The hot lunch jam you're going to want to dance to. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Hot, hot, hot,
0: hot, lunch. You're going to want to dance to that. Yeah. And then the TV show, which she wasn't in. But, uh, you know, then there was the TV show. I mean, I lived fame for a long time. In my mind, that's where I went to high school. But that is not where I went to high school. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So as you mentioned, Leanne, I have a couple of stories that were prominently featured uh, lately in the New York Times about just generally on the subject of friendship and companionship and the importance of all of that as we age. And and we always say to people when they ask us, like, if they've never listened to Satellite Sisters, I was like, I don't get it. Like, what is it? And we often describe our show as the sound of friendship. You know, like, what do you talk to your friends about? How do you talk about? That's all we're doing here. It's just about friendship. So um, Sunday's paper on the front page, above the fold, big headline, as Gen X and boomers age, they confront living alone. And I thought, ooh, I love being part of a trend. That's great. I guess <laughs> <Good> <laughs> one less. more older Americans are living by themselves than ever before. Yay, me. I guess I should have been tipped off to the word confront. Because once I dug into it, I was like, Huh. This uh, I'm not sure I'm really going for this. So basically um it's a whole study of people over 50 who live alone and households headed by people over 50 are now 36% of all households. And so they said like older people have always been more likely to live alone, but now there are just more older people. You know, there are just more okay. Gen Xers and boomers than there are anything else. Um and they also said that Women on the whole are a much bigger group of over 50s who live alone. And part of this is the good news is a lot of this is because of professional advancement, the ability to buy our own homes, financial independence. Um, That means more women can do this, can afford to do this, are doing this. Now, the downside is then they go like totally down this hole of how research, it's it's unequivocal, sisters. They say research is unequivocal that people aging alone experience worse physical and mental health outcomes and shorter lifespans. Huh. To which I say, oh, shut up. Oh, shut yeah. up. I don't <laughs> that's a scientific term, isn't it? Yes, oh, I, shut up. Well, yes. Yes. I'll just say, like, well, telling me that isn't gonna help, is it? No. <laughs> well,
1: how do how do they even define alone? What if you have a pet? Does it that improves your <laughs> well, life? Okay, what if you live in, a, in an apartment building that's very lively, like yours, Liz, okay? I, yes. I mean, I what so. if, you know, what if you are
2: you know, playing pickleball five days a week? You're not <laughs> really alone, okay? See where I'm going with this? I no, I agree with you, Julie. I, I mean, but then they're really trying to bring me down. So it says, even with an active social and family life, people in this group are generally more lonely. Again, I say, shut up. <laughs> and they're telling me that it's not <laughs> helping. But What was funny is, like, as soon as the paper came out Sunday morning, several single female friends of mine were immediately on a text chain, like, hey, look at us. They're featuring us, like, talking about us. We are a demographic trend. And then once we actually read deep into the story, we're like, oh, forget it. OK, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It even. OK, I recommend you reading the story because it is kind of interesting that one of the issues that. Uh, older people male or female living alone uh, face is that the, the housing stock in the U.S. there just aren't enough like small homes for people if you're trying Correct. to say yes. downsize they uh-huh. they show all the research about you're trying to downsize out of the you know three-bedroom home you used to own into a smaller house and they said an aging older house is now worth less than a lot of smaller newer houses around the country. So that's one of the issues. But anyway, it all... It all just goes back to what I've always said, that I need, like, a motel or a compound or a, like, something that is more Melrose Place vibe than, say, assisted living vibe, right? right. I right. think, <laughs> like, even if I could have a bunch of my friends move in next door here, I mean, I'm lucky that I do have a great relationship with my neighbors. But yeah, yeah. anyway, it just is, uh, it's a lot to think about. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I the taking hey, Go ahead, Lian. Well, I
0: think the answer is Golden Girls. That's it. I mean, the Golden Girls were so far ahead of their time in every yes. every aspect, but they were like women who lived together in a house. I yes. know,
2: but you want your own space. You think you I want do. your
0: own space. So, but I think
2: yeah, like I I think maybe a a compound of tiny houses. Well, maybe not tiny, maybe small small houses or <laughs> even yeah, just imagine like a like a Melrose place. <laughs> and, but also- like a
1: commune. That's what you're trying yes, to. That's the that's word you're searching for. Yeah, a it little
2: commune. Yeah. Right. I know I'm not, not alone. I would like to see comments in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group about what are your your group living strategies because I do it's like I do have a lively social life and you do. I have a lot of friends. Absolutely. And all of that is great. But like this story ends. I mean, they were really trying to kill us here. This story ends with <laughs> with a woman who lives alone, like getting shot and having a bad year as a result. Well, oh. okay, again, shut up. That was okay, okay. That's,
1: yeah, really shut up about that. I'm with that too. Okay. okay.
2: So I think it can be done. I think we can age well together. Uh and uh so I'm working on it. So then on a related story, also in the New York Times, um, why can't men make friends? Um, or the, the actual the actual headline is why is it so hard for men to make close friends? Did have either of you guys whoops, ooh. Hang on, I just knocked my mic up. Okay, so here is this story is this also starts depressing, but this one picks up a lot more. Uh, all right, okay. uh, I think that's
1: the that should be a new rule for
2: anything <laughs> anything we're talking talking about.
1: I just where to end on a
2: note? Yeah where
1: where do we end? Yeah, okay, okay.
2: This, okay. So this uh, starts with uh, the, this just made me laugh. American men are stuck in a quote. Friendship recession. Well, okay. I wait, well, you have to call it a recession. I, I don't even know what that means. It's but that obviously that men, I think men and women later in life, it is just you have to be more intentional about making friends, don't you think? Yeah, because you
1: have to like work with like the daylight hours, like people are not going to go out with. <laughs> out with you late at night it's that's not <laughs> happening okay so you have a more a narrower window to work with right that's true that's true I, I
0: see it with men though uh based on the men in my life the man in my life and conversations with my female friends who have male partners um they just don't make new friends yeah you know they if, if they have friends it's the friends they made in high school or college I, yeah. I I do think men maybe as what you said, Julie. They just they they don't expose themselves to new groups of people either at schools or in teams or in charities or whatever they. I see just anecdotally. It's a conversation I've had many times. Men have trouble making new friends.
2: Yeah, and I always assumed that they were they were fine with that, but not according to the research. The research says half of men. Um, were That only half of men were satisfied with how many friends they have. And 15% had no close friends at all. So, I mean, mm, that's, that's sad. a lot. And that men are less likely than women to rely on their friendships to be an important part of their life. Well, that's I, true. I,
1: I can understand that, but it might not be a negative thing if they don't have friends. Maybe, maybe they're, you know, they're, they're friend, you know, they're fully satisfied with their relationship with their partner or spouse, you know, maybe children. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many friends do you have to have? Right. Not that well, one would be good. I mean, I, I think a
0: couple of friends would, yes. uh, would be yeah. good, but to have friends, you have to be emotionally vulnerable. And I think that's what stops men a little yes. bit. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. This is what the story goes into. So they have a list of some tips, four tips about how to climb out of your friendship recession. Mm. But I think male or female, these are good tips. The number one, Leanne, is practice vulnerability, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Okay. And so they, they have several psychologists talking about this and they're like, Yeah, you don't have to be just open yourself up all the time, but occasionally you should just tell your friend in some way what they mean to you, which doesn't mean calling them up specifically for the purpose of having a long, thoughtful conversation about what your friendship means. It's just like after you do something together, just acknowledge that was great or I really enjoy spending time with you or something, some kind of emotional exchange. So. That is it's just love, love you, bro. Does that work?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to wonder how men would react to this article. Uh, yeah, like, okay, like, what their take is. Are they saying, oh, shut up? You know, <laughs>
2: like Liz Dolan response. I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, number two is don't assume friendship happens organically. Right. And I think I think this is really true. Maybe this is why, Leon, a lot of men still have the same friends they had in childhood, whereas women, we tend to be much more active about making new friends. And one thing that really got my attention here is putting yourself out there and making it clear you are looking for friends sounds fairly obvious, uh, but, you know, you still have to make the effort to do it. And that research shows that, quote, People do like meeting new people. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. That you can believe it when you walk into a room that people people are happy to meet you. And I don't know, maybe people don't understand that kind of everyone is interested in having a good time, having emotional connections with people. So I don't know. People <laughs> Research suggests people are usually better liked by strangers than they assume. Okay. That oh. be- okay. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. That's nice to hear. That's nice to hear. Yeah. 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 Okay. The next is use activities to your advantage. This seems obvious. Um, Men and boys tend to be socialized to do group activities side by side. So saying let's go to the game together or let's play poker, all of that. That is a good way to make friends. But they make the point in the article that occasionally, instead of just going for a run together or watching the game together, maybe just like have lunch because quote, you are forced to actually talk. Mm. There you go. There wow. you go. And I then think it's la-
1: way too much pressure for men. Like, I don't think <laughs> we should nag any of the men in our lives to do this. They want to do
2: it fine, but... No, I, I okay. agree. I think these are very constructive suggestions, really, for, for anyone, Julie, for men or women. And the last one is harness the power of casual check-ins. You know how there's been so much research lately about how just, you know, texting someone or emailing them is actually much more powerful than anyone ever really knew. And that it's especially powerful with someone who gets a text from you and it's unexpected. So instead of like, you know, thanks for dinner last night, just some sort of out of the blue. Hello. Right. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's a really interesting one that, that everyone can do. And I actually know a bunch of guys that started doing, like monthly zoom calls during at the beginning of the pandemic and they've really stuck with it and they have what is alleged to be like a super spicy text message chain now. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So, so good for them. Yeah. I say more text message chains for all of us. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. That's not a face-to-face lunch
2: where you're showing your vulnerability, but <laughs> no. I, it's a start. That's good. Yeah. It's a start. Just reach out. Something a little unexpected. Have a little fun. I said that would be good for
0: all of us. Okay, Liz. Interesting information on friendship.
1: I like okay. it. Thank you. All right. Some no. Tuesday trends, sisters. Okay, Jean brought Jean in our satellite sister Facebook group uh, brought this up. I think we need to talk about the new trend that's emerging. We're seeing it on supermodels, and that is tights, no pants. Okay, you're you ready to go out, Liz? You're ready to go out. You put in that <laughs> nice purple blouse on that you wore for the holiday. I saw it; on the, <laughs> that looked really good. Then you put on a pair of pants. I mean, tights. And then you're ready, Liz. Then, put, then you
2: can just put like Uggs on or clogs or whatever. Tight. Yeah, Julie, I think if I walked into a room wearing only tights, those strangers that were likely to like, <laughs> like me, I don't think so. I don't, I don't uh, think so. Leanne, anyway. Leanne, it
1: is it's the bob posse look it is. I'm thinking... ballet ready okay, yes tights no pants are you doing it sister yeah i mean i think only anne ryan
0: king could pull it off and that's my that's my statement that's it only her
1: i, I i'm like i don't know if kendall jenner wants to like carry a four thousand dollar pocketbook and wear no pants just tights like okay okay do it all right but there is a reason why they invented pants, right sisters? <laughs> Am I right? Okay, to protect fish, yes. the okay? There's a reason so you won't be cold, okay? I don't know. I don't know, but snazzy hosiery is totally in, okay? So that it may be something, maybe it's for, you know, if you have nice long legs like dancer legs, go for it. I that's I mean just wear tights it's snow pants, but just keep in mind, you have no pants on so you sit down. It's going to feel really cold or wet or bad. Okay. I guess
2: it's just, it's just a short step from yoga pants to tight snow pants, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, and, there's a
1: sheerness involved here, Liz, that uh, oh, I yeah. think is part of the look, okay? Okay, so, okay. you're right. Okay, but if you're, uh, please uh, let us know, Satellite Sisterhood, if you're going with this tight snow pants, we want we want to see a picture <laughs> of that, okay? All right, I love this headline. I think this is so true. And, uh, it, it, and I saw it over the Thanksgiving holiday because we went to the beach. If you are stressed out, grab a shovel and dig a hole that apparently digging a hole that compulsion is is to dig is deeply ingrained in our human psyche okay that we you know we like to dig holes make big holes big tunnels now on tiktok this is very popular people are showing the holes that they've dug But it can also be very peaceful. Just imagine. I mean, I was at the beach this weekend. Pretty much, my entire family was digging a hole at one point. You know. Yeah, that's fun. Yep. You can't. You can't help but uh, dig. Not dig a hole. And I. And I like this. So, uh, Leon, do you feel that? Like when you're a gardener, like digging, is that is that feel good to you? Yes, it does. It's very satisfying.
0: Super satisfying. But then I'm done. I don't need to dig. Dig, you know, dig to the core of the earth. But, um, <laughs> but, but I, you know, my sons like digging at the beach when they were little. We always brought a shovel. It always seemed weird to me. But Berk's like, just let him dig holes.
1: So it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Liz, I think if you're stressed out,
2: go head down to the beach. You can dig a little hole. You know, you don't yeah. have to dig a big hole. Okay. Yeah. As long as you're at the beach. I think anywhere else, I just associate it with like burying a body, you know. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> so so yeah no but yeah whole at the beach pretty much everything at the beach is uh is stress relieving so i'm with you there okay and finally
1: our third trend i love this word i think this should have been uh the word of the year not gaslighting but how about this freud and freud okay we Know what the opposite the Schadenfreude where, uh, is, where you you know you take pleasure in other people's miseries or misfortune. But Freud and Freud is inspired by the German uh, word for joy, and it's the bliss or the happiness that we feel when someone else succeeds, even if it doesn't involve us.
2: Oh, right? So okay. Nice. Freud.
1: I like this. Yes.
2: I would just like to remind you that like three or four years ago, maybe four or five years ago on Satellite Sisters, when we were picking our like theme for the year uh, in January, I I took the word schadenfreude and I Googled it and I was like, what is the opposite of schadenfreude? And the answer was not freudenfreude. It was mudita, which is the ah. Sanskrit word for taking pleasure in someone else's success. So, you know, I'm way ahead of the Freud and Freud people on this, but I, I think saying mudita, maybe it's not as fun as saying Freud and Freud. I don't know. Anyway, i I I feel like I was on this trend uh before this latest made up word came along.
1: Okay. Well it may it could be a made up word, and you're right, Liz, you're always a trendsetter, but I think it's one we can all get involved in. Yes. Okay. I can't remember. I mean, I thought mudita was a lovely word, but try Freud and Freud in twenty twenty three. I think it's gonna be great. It's the pleasure we feel when we're witnessing someone else doing well and being happy, and that you know, and that we, and many times you get this satisfaction from helping people, uh, you know, achieve their success. Okay, and that you find joy. It helps to foster your own resi- resilience and improve your own life satisfaction. If you can get on the Freud and Freud train, mm-hmm. I think I think we should all do this. Yes. Now they had some steps for it, but they seem pretty obvious. Which is to show an active interest in other people's um, activities. Okay, that would be a good way to get down into the <laughs> Freud and Freud world, don't you think? <laughs> they said to make c- eye contact. Yes, do that, people. <laughs> (laughs) okay listen to their stories that's freud and freud okay
2: all right (laughs) maybe start some kind of hole digging group together that could be (laughs) that could be a way to go okay so
1: (laughs) no one gets to the top by themselves and when we all can and when one person does we're all we're all elevated by that so i love this trend I'm i'm on the freud and freud train and i hope you all are too (laughs) (laughs) i think that's why people love weddings It's just,
0: I think it's just the peak Freud and Freud. Like when you're at a wedding where like you really believe in the couple, that's a really lovely experience. And I, so Freud and Freud, I like it. Okay. Now we have time for our investigative report into air drying versus blow drying. Are you guys ready? (laughs) Are you ready to have have your mind blown? Yes. Okay. I'm strapped in, Leanne. All right. Well, first of all, big thanks to the folks at uh, Real Simple for doing the tough work on this. Hannah Hong, thank you so much. Uh, This whole article, there'll be a link to it in the show notes. Now, uh, here's the headline. I'll just ask a beauty editor, is air drying or blow drying better for your hair? And then the subtitle is, the right answer is probably not your first guess. (gasps) Is your mind blown yet, Jewel? Because yes, I, I know you're going to say automatically like air drying, right? Of course, that's yes, better. Yes. That's a universally universally held belief, right? That blow drying makes our hair worse than air drying. It
1: dries yeah, it, dries it out,
2: out and yeah. Air drying, nope. you're,
1: you're just like, that's like towel dry. You're just standing there right. in the air. Yeah, that's natural. But I guess right. that's worse for your hair. It's okay, worse
0: for your hair. And here come the facts, Julie. Get <laughs> okay. ready. Okay. So there was a study at Yanzai University in Korea. You know, they love their hair in Korea. Like mm-hmm. Korean women, beautiful hair. So they compared air drying with heat drying. And researchers found that the hair's cell membrane, that's the material that glues hair cells together, was only damaged in the naturally dried group as a result of staying in contact with water longer. Listen to this (laughs) explanation. I do not understand.
2: It, I didn't means, understand.
0: it means sitting around with the wet head is not good for your hair membranes, Liz. Oh. That's what it is. When the cell membrane complex layer swells, it can weaken the hair over time. So the longer hair is wet, the worse it makes your hair over time after time after time of, say, you swim every day or say you shower every day. So the repeated, like, wetting and drying and wetting and drying and wetting and <laughs> drying. Something called i know is
1: it making you nervous yes yeah, it's making me very nervous it means that you just have to jump out of that shower and just start blow drying the heck out of your hair is that what you're telling me leon i'm gonna have some tips for you at the
0: end of the story Julie. <laughs> but what i want you to know is what this phenomenon is called because i want you to work this in to your next conversation with your hair dryer it's called or your hair your salon uh your hair hairdresser uh hygral fatigue Okay, that is the repeated swelling of the hair. So, oh, wow. it, so it's the constant <laughs> swelling and deswelling and swelling and deswelling of the hair can aggravate hair thinning and lead to more breakage. The worst case scenario, it just gets worse from here, you guys. Oh my god! And worst case scenario, I'm going to
1: have to dig a hole right now because I am so stressed. Okay, okay.
0: so you and I, Julie, we have fine hair, and it's going to mm-hmm. cause the hair to stretch and appear more limp this high growth fatigue if mm-hmm. you have textured or curly hair which none of the satellite sisters were lucky enough to be born with it's going to make your strands more frizzy and in the worst case scenario the damp environment is just going to be like a bacteria growth situation and lead oh. to scalp problems i mean this is a lot of facts for you okay. i know you're it pushing is. me
2: into the shut up category now <laughs>
0: all right <laughs> So here's what you need to do. And it is not exactly what you think. First, you want to pat your hair dry with a microfiber towel. Okay, Okay. gentle, squeeze out excessive water, but do not swish it back and forth because that can also lead to breakage. Then you're just going to apply your hair products, including any heat protectants, leave-in conditioners, or detangling mists. Okay, notice at no point yet have you used a comb. Or God forbid you use a brush, according to this article. Okay. Then you're going to set the hairdryer on the lowest setting and move it in constant motion around your head until your <laughs> hair is 80% dry. Okay. Just, just moving it around. Okay. Do not rush while blow drying, Julie. I know you're a rusher, but you're going to yes. want to take manageable sections to evenly heat and dry your hair. Avoid using a brush or any other tool at this
1: step. What about so, a big roller brush? That's how I get my lovely little bob, Lian. What be, do I have? To be patient. Rubble?
0: Well, it could be killing your hair, but whatever. Be patient. Your hair. <laughs> once your hair is eighty percent dry, okay, that's don't be feel enough. it's eighty percent. That's when you can gently brush out your hair with a soft bristled brush. Hair regains strength and elasticity at this point. It's just a little damp enough to be malleable. Best time to style. So there you go. I mean, you have it. That is investigative reporting of the high school. I mean. That
2: is a lot. That's a lot of facts, And <laughs> when, you, when you said, don't sit around with the wet head, that is something that mom always said to us. I know. I she know did she cry. did. She did. Hmm.
0: Oh, my gosh. But that's it. I mean, I I air dry my hair all the time. I I just take a shower, go to bed with the wet head. That's what I do. And I that is wrong. I am. I am. Oh the high the growth fatigue, the hydrol <laughs> hydrol <laughs> fatigue alone. God, I
2: don't really even want to know about another kind of fatigue we could possibly have. <laughs> I <I'm> know <out. I'm laughs>
0: that's, that's what I thought when I read that I was like I don't know what this is but I'm sure I have it high <laughs> growth <Hygral> fatigue <laughs> Whew, what a segment I mean a lot of information in there alright stay with us uh, we're going to wrap up with some entertaining sisters And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. We're back, Liz. We want to remind people the holiday wrap party is happening on Sunday, December 11th, 7 p.m., Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Please do not come with a wet head. Please blow dry your hair. Please blow dry your hair.
1: Tight snow pants. Excellent (laughs) idea. Yes.
0: (laughs) Matching me Undies jammies. Bring it. Yeah, (laughs) put it in there perfect love it uh but we do want to remind you it's going to be over there on youtube we want you to subscribe to our youtube page we want you to post your toast before the event if it's a snappy fun toast we will read it on the air but all toasts that are posted will be uh put into a drawing for a satellite sisters pashmina but liz they just go over to your your yeah. post
2: so if you go right if you go to the satellite sisters youtube channel which you can find by just typing in satellite sisters channel when you get to YouTube you'll see that there is a graphic that says post your toast you click on that there's a short video for me that explains the post your toast contest and then you just put your toast in the comments right under that video so and then all of those names will go into a drawing and our favorite toasts will get shared uh during the uh holiday wrap party and subscribe to the channel while you're there Leon. super simple super duper okay. simple okay
0: there you go so please do that that will be fun we're gonna uh we're gonna gather on sunday december 11th there will be a cocktail my son colin is working on that i i told him yesterday about the event uh so for you know one thing at a time as you can't really overload their schedules they're not so don't worry he's gonna be there
2: he's gonna get us a cocktail it'll be fun all right also look what i did liz what's happening there well, yes, we we keep remembering things we did in previous years that were really fun. So we're doing them again. And that's the way we feel about Look What I Did. Lee and you posted this in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, right? It's just the asking people to post like, think about your 2022 What did you accomplish that you are proud of or that was funny or that you want to share? And you can either post it there in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group in that Look What I Did thread or... If Facebook is not your thing, you can just email it to us because we want to hear from everyone. And our email is hello at SatelliteSisters.com. So just email us hello at SatelliteSisters.com. So then in our final show of 2022, we are going to review some of the great things that everyone did over the course of the year. Which so, is
0: next next week. So, oh, so yeah, next week. don't right. sleep on yeah. this. It's, it's December... Okay. December 6th our final show.
2: okay so um, for instance, we did get one already we got we've gotten a bunch already um, at the email hello at satellitesisters.com. This one jumped out to me and this is from Tamara who is a longtime satellite sister and she she posted or she posted she emailed us Hi sisters at the age of 61, I achieved a lifelong dream. My horse Marengo and I won national championship for our division at the Grand National and World Championship Morgan Horse Show in Oklahoma City this past October. Well, that's amazing fantastic that's amazing she says thousands of qualified morgan horses and riders and drivers from all across the country compete in our world championships stay noise that's wrong <laughs> i'm sure that's not what hundred percent sure that's wrong <laughs> anyway very impressive it made me think of the current season of the crown where like prince phillips is off all- gallivanting around the world with his uh, horse-drawn carriages and competing in that. So that's amazing. At age 61, to win a world championship in anything, bravo. So- yeah, fantastic. That was a great
0: one. Loved it. Hello at SatelliteSisters.com. Yeah, we would love love to read all these. And the ones on the Facebook page, even if you don't want to post them, worth reading because they're just, they're varied. Big, small, we don't care what it is. Just look what you did. Look what you did. Okay entertaining sisters a couple
2: of recommendations Liz yes okay so last week I I asked the question so what's going to be the big Thanksgiving holiday movie and we didn't know and uh so but Glass Onion was one of the theories so I went to see it and I gotta say I I highly highly recommend this is oh the, that's good this is the Knives Out sequel did you guys see the original Knives Out yes yes, yes. So I'll just say this. If you liked that, you'll like this. It's because it says all of the same charm to it. Of course, it still stars Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. Um, But the story all is about a kind of... Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, master of the universe type guy named Miles Braun. And he's played by, by Edward Norton, who I always like. So he's this tech lord who invites all of his friends to his private island uh, in Greece. And then things happen. So it's Leslie Odom Jr., Catherine Hahn, Kate Hudson, uh, and Janelle Monae is kind of one of the main co-stars here because she is the uh, Miles Braun's former friends. So, you know, there's a murder involved. So it's, I think it's really silly. It's funny. And it definitely has an edge because there are loads of jokes at the exp- expense of the super rich tech bro, which oh. I think feel, feels very timely, feels very, very timely. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But, but the other thing I would say about this, it's a Netflix movie and Netflix is only putting it out for a week and then you can watch it on Netflix so if you want to see it in the theater which i did you need to go right now and there's a, there's actually there's actually a movie theater i just found in my neighborhood like 3 miles from where i live that netflix owns i had no idea i what, what have i been doing well i've been home alone for the past 3 years um, <laughs> And anyway, so I saw it in a gorgeous movie theater. If you can see it in a theater, do. But it would definitely be a fun holiday movie with your family. So it's called Glass Onion. Highly recommend. Then the other thing I watched this weekend was on HBO Max. And it was Bruce Springsteen being interviewed by Howard Stern. And I really loved it. I mean, I love Bruce Springsteen. Um, He tells... Well, he tells this amazing story about being at Clarence Clemens's bedside and just like playing Land of Hope and Dreams for him as he died. So I was like sobbing, home alone. That was that was very that was hard. But it's it's, like it's super emotional and you get kind of a good playoff between Bruce and Howard Stern, because I think of them as like Bruce is your good narcissist and Howard Stern is your bad narcissist. But anyway, I really liked it and would totally recommend it.
0: All right, I I watched about five minutes. I just can't stand Howard Stern. So to be right. honest, I, yeah, as really? much as I love Bruce Springsteen, I, I just I can't stand him. I watched the part where he had to apologize to Bruce for like
1: trashing his wife uh, yes. on the air, yeah. and I I thought, okay, I'm out.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. so
1: Bruce. I mean, Howard Stern has objectified women for decades. I know. Uh, I I, I, am, I can't watch him. Uh, okay. no who he has on? <laughs> okay. well, I'm out
2: i i was willing to overlook the bad narcissist but okay i i take your point well if you would just like to spend a delightful evening with bruce springsteen then like mindless howard stern remember his whole broadway show is on netflix so maybe maybe you should just watch that i just think that's good. better for me that's a good, idea. Be better for good me.
0: recommendation yes <gasps> Excellent. All right. I do want to remind people too, that we put out a holiday book list with our own book uh, gift book recommendations. Uh, we'll have the um, books, uh, the the link to it in the show notes here. It's over at bookshop.org. But if you're looking for cookbooks or novels or nonfiction or children's books, I even have some puzzles and games on the list. There's a lot of really fun titles there for the book lovers in your life. So we've already put that together and uh, it's there for you over at bookshop.org. But lots of other book lists, So most of the books that we recommend on the show end up over at bookshop.org. It's just an easy way to accumulate book lists for us. So that's where we put it um all right big thanks uh that's our show for today big thanks to Sergio Enriquez thank you Sergio for everything you do Emily Loudermilk does our graphics you can see her work at our Instagram page on Facebook or in pep talk our weekly newsletter uh thanks Emily for everything um all right sisters our to-do list I'm very excited. Tonight, I start my Hallmark holiday movie writing class. Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> okay, that will be fun, Leanne. It's three nights of live writing coaching. It's a Zoom class, and uh, with a, a writer, a producer, and a former Hallmark executive uh, talking about like the elements of a Hallmark movie. Now, this is a writing class, so I think we all know the elements of a Hallmark movie if we watch <laughs> them. So it's like... You know, snowball fights and cookies and a lot of hot chocolate. But there's actually like a special act structure and things like that that happen with Hallmark movies, which is not something uh, it's not how I write. So I do need to take the class, but I'm looking forward to it. I've been working on some ideas this week. I tossed out a couple yesterday. So working on some new ideas today uh, to possibly move forward. But I will fill you all in next week on how the Hallmark Christmas movie writing class went. But I have been watching a lot
1: of and analyzing oh. a lot of Hallmark movies. I think you're ready, Leon. I know you're going to be a star student.
2: No <laughs> doubt. Uh, uh, Leanne, ever since you've mentioned this, I've thought this is perfect for you. I cannot wait until the next holiday season when we have the Leon Dolan <laughs> Hallmark movie. It's a lot That's... of pressure
0: to put on me, Liz. A lot of
2: pressure. Okay. But I, right. feel like,
0: I feel like I'm ready. In fact, when I mentioned it to my son, Colin, he said, Mom, I'm not saying this ironically, I think this is a good fit for you. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> okay.
0: So we'll see. It, it, they're so squeaky clean. That's the mm-hmm. thing. It's like, whoo, any edge. Well, so, well, I, I'm sort of curious, but they're expanding, I think, their definition a little bit over the last couple of years, which is good. But uh, I realized I was working on a, a one that I thought would fit. I thought when I really studied it, I'm like, this is just too edgy. I think it involves, you know, corporate fraud and other Oh, <laughs> mixed up identities. Oh, it's was too
2: edgy. I got to well, start. I mean, start we did see describe. the royal nanny, Leon. So <laughs> yes.
1: I think that should be
2: your uh, benchmark. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear about this. All right. Okay. Um, well, my to-do list is right now as we are finishing recording this show. Um, the U.S. men are about to take the field against the Iran men. In the World Cup. And I think we are all very tense, aren't we, sister? Very tense, very tense. Yes. Yeah. Team, Team USA, Go USA. We have must win. Must we win. Have, yes. We have no idea what's going to happen. So if you're listening to this two days from now, yeah, whatever. Right now it's Tuesday morning <laughs> and it's about to start. So that's what I will be doing as soon as we finish the show. Yeah, we're
1: full of promise. Okay. Well, in addition to rooting for Team USA, I, ha- I have to go to a ball this week. Leon, speak of a movie. <laughs> Maybe I should watch some of those movies. I don't know. I know. The organization that I've volunteered with is being honored at a charity ball this week. So- I have to get ball ready, which is, I think, a pretty high mountain to climb. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm not going to be Cinderella. Okay. I'm not going for that. Okay. I just want to get in the door. That's all I want to do. I want to be there when they recognize our organization. So, (laughs) but I got a lot
2: of work ahead of me, sisters. That is just such a funny word, a ball, as opposed yeah, it, to just, like, it's formal. No, it's no, a no, full-on no. ball. This, this is a full-on ball. Yeah,
1: okay. And now, with all these hair facts, you know, you've really thrown me into a no tools no
0: tools so to you're 80 dry joel don't don't let it happen oh my god and also
2: julie remember as we learned the research shows as you walk into a room full of strangers they do want to like you they are trying to like you <laughs> oh, thanks liz
0: <laughs> all right sisters have a great week you too, you really too julian don't forget call your satellite sister